Nicole Strickland. I have been fascinated with the unknown and paranormal realms since childhood. After a profound experience with my grandmother's spirit 20 years ago, I have been on a quest to observe, study, investigate, and communicate with the afterlife and beyond. It's been an ongoing journey of exploration and discovery, one that has taught me how mortality and the spirit world are forever bonded through the veils of time. Welcome, friends, to another evening of the Afterlife Chronicles, Thursday, April 14th. Can you believe it? Oh, my gosh, the middle of April. I can't. It's going crazy. Time is just going so fast. Anyway, so again, welcome to another episode of the Afterlife Chronicles right here on the WLTKDB network. That's WLTKDB.com. You guys know the website there. You can follow us on our social medias pretty much just with that handle, WLTKDB, and it'll get you to our YouTube, Twitch. Let's see what what else. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, you know it. And of course, you can follow the Afterlife Chronicles on its Podbean, Podbean page, excuse me, at afterlifechronicles.podbean.com and also on its Facebook page, very long handle, at Afterlife Chronicles and beyond. So just a few announcements before I bring in tonight's special guest, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. A few announcements. So Woman on the Fringe, Groundbreaking Women in the Paranormal, the book that uh, Marie D. Jones, uh, Denise Agnew and I are working on. We are still looking for a few submissions. So if you're interested, just PM me or email me and I can tell you more about the project. Of course, uh, my presentation, Ghost Education 101, has been rescheduled to May 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern on the Ghost Education 101 Facebook. And then, of course, I'll be presenting at the Escondido Public Library here. If any listeners are in San Diego or Escondido, that is going to be on July 2nd, I believe, at 2 p.m. for its Oceans of Possibilities uh, book theme this summer. And so I'll be talking about the Queen Mary, the Star of India, the Berkeley Ferry Boat, and throw in some St. Augustine Lighthouse in there. And then, of course, uh, show host Pete Orbea and I are very glad we've been asked to speak at the OC Paracon, which will be on October 2nd, this coming October, of course, October 2nd in Anaheim, more details to come. So enough about that. Let's go ahead and introduce our guest tonight, Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Just her resume is just so multifaceted, so extensive. She's an internationally renowned naturopathic doctor, energy healer, remote viewer, paranormal expert, and consciousness teacher. Her latest groundbreaking program, excuse me, Frequency Masters, or Master, excuse me, if I can't talk tonight, you know, two wires aren't connecting. I don't know what's going on. Let's try that again, shall we? Okay, her latest groundbreaking program, Frequency Master, teaches how to master frequencies in your own life and trains other healers to use her own unique and successful methods. So website, her website is secret to everything.com and then halio.com that's spelled H E A, excuse me, H A E L O.com backslash secret to everything. So Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, welcome to the show. How are you? I am very well. Thank you. Thank you for joining me tonight. I know we're going to have a nice, nice, wonderful conversation. If I could talk, I don't know what happened to my voice in the last five minutes, but 
it was working before. Now it just decided to stop, but oh well. So uh, let's, let's, you know, some people may be listening that um, maybe don't uh, know exactly the work you do. So I like to start with all my guests, start from the beginning, a little bit about, of their background and how they got and how you got involved in, in all this amazing work. Because you're in the paranormal, you have your hands in all kinds of different pots here, you know, psychic mediumship, uh, the paranormal, energy, healing, consciousness, all of that. So give us a little background how you got started and how this all came to be. Sure. Kind of like you. Um, and I heard of one of your other shows. Absolutely. We're all psychic. Absolutely. We have all the abilities that we don't think we have. Mm-hmm. So some of us just retain, I believe, more memory of it or more accessibility to it through our childhood. So it's so funny because I was just uh, I was taking a, a class called uh, about plants and the spirit of plants. And the teacher was uh, talking about how babies, you know, the fontanelles open. Yeah, right. And you know how babies, we think, we're told by the medical profession that babies can't focus and see. That's why they're always like, you know, looking kind of dazed and confused, you know, and a newborn baby, you know, for a couple months just kind of stares into space. But actually, guess what? They're not staring into space. They're staring into literal space, all the dimensions. They're reacting and responding and being entertained by the, the human discarnates and, and the fae and the fourth and fifth and sixth and, you know, all the ETs and, and on and on and on. Um, and then when their fontanelle closes, they kind of struggle a little bit, but they're still seeing most of the time. But then the parental programming comes in and like, yeah. no, that's not your imaginary friend. No, there's nothing in your closet. No, there's nothing under your bed. But I mean, you guys, your audience, and I know there was stuff in our closets. There was stuff under our bed. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I Actually, it's funny because you mentioned this because I was told that when I was born that the doctor had to say, okay, shut off the light, shut off the lights. I I didn't even cry. Maybe I cried for a second, but then I just, I was doing exactly that. I was just staring around and I remember the room having blue tile and all this other stuff. But that's wow. what I was doing. So I was like chuckling you when you were saying. Wow. Well, just of that. I don't remember much of anything else. But I mean, it, that's what I was doing. So, it, you know. But so, I think. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, no, no I was no, just going to say that. I'm sorry. I was just going to say that I think babies and children are, are way more intuitive than we give them credit just because they're more aware. And then if something happens as we get older, you know goes bye-bye for some people. <laughs> yeah, for some people. And and I guess for me, it it lessened just like other people shut down, uh, but it didn't go away because for some reason, whatever that reason was, and, and I had this big challenge. My biggest challenge even wasn't my paranormal and psychic abilities, which I'll get to in a minute. It was mm-hmm. being an adult in a baby body, not being, you know, opening my eyes and being like, why can't I walk? Why can't I talk? when you're a newborn and being bored out of my living mind in, until I could walk. And even then, because, you know, you're singing on my, even at five, I was bored. You're singing old McDonald's, you know, a mature mm-hmm. adult with partial memory singing old McDonald's seven times in kindergarten. Like that doesn't cut it guys for entertainment. You know, if you're an adult in a child body. So that was actually my biggest struggle, which is what I think eventually led me off the paranormal and more into consciousness, because I really, as I got older, wanted to answer those questions. You know, you have your thing. And um, I wasn't as worried about that as I wanted to figure out what is this place that we're living in? And then I w- grew up in a very heavily religious programming home. Where does religion fit in if it does? 
and, and then kind of ended up, you know, where you were with all the dimensions and paranormal and life after death and soul regression, past lives. Yes. That. So um, been a very, very big wandering road, of course. You know, I was shut down in my family, really didn't use my psychic abilities until college, then kind of turned on the switch, kind of went from off to on. And as you know, the more you practice, the more you use, the more you speak, the more they come in. Absolutely. And, um, you know, so got involved in a little bit of police work with which I thought it was going to be really cool because they have shows like Medium and shows like Ghost Whisper. So I thought it was going to be really cool to investigate occult crimes with the police. It was not really cool. It was really horrifying. For oh, us. no. Well, dead bodies, oh dead babies and dead animals. You know, that's kind of a lot of what occult crime is. Yeah, yeah, sadly. You know, it's not glamorous. It's not fun. And it's, you don't really know how to process that when you're, when you've never seen that or been exposed to that. So yeah, I didn't stick with that. It also wasn't well paid because a lot of the occult crime units in the 80s, telling my age, um, were just starting to form and they didn't have the budget. They weren't even giving them a budget, which is why, you know, everybody's like, well, why did the, you know, police want to work with a 20, 21 year old? Who else has got to work for you unpaid? You know, some stupid 21 year old girl who thinks it's glamorous. So that's how they got me. And, you know, and uh, so I came out of that, but I came out of that with a renewed confidence in my abilities because, you know, people used to make fun of me in college, including my fiance. He used to be like, you know, things and he would say it in a really spooky voice. <laughs> But I did, you know, he would mock me and he's like, how do you know? And I'd be like, I just know, which by the way, that is a psychic ability. There is, you know, not everybody sees, I do, I hear, I smell and all that, but you can also just know. And that's a that, really cool yes. <laughs> the mind, so the mind wants to dissect it all though and be like, well, how do I just know? How is that? True. And sometimes it's just, just let it be. It's there. Let it be. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love that. So, you know, kind of thought for some reason, again, being 20, you know, we know everything kind of thought that was going to be my mission the rest of my life to be in the paranormal. And uh, I know this is not your favorite topic, but this is what I believed back then. And I just want to be clear. I do not believe this now, you know, where I'm going to go real briefly, but I did a lot of exorcisms and cast out a lot of, you know, and I'm putting it in, you know, no, it's okay. You can say, you, know? you can say the D okay. word. It's okay. okay. <laughs> uh, you know, but, but again, you know, Nicole and I've spoken off air about this and uh, we've emailed a little bit about it, but I no longer believe in what the common population calls demons. And I know you have your own beliefs about that as well. And so that's been a whole progression just in itself, you know, getting I, I can imagine. Yeah. And I do, you know, I do want to let's, if you don't mind okay, sure. touch on this a little bit. So sure. I'm curious because a lot of people do believe in, in demons and, and whatnot, and that's, that's fine. But what do you think, if you don't mind sharing, led you to change your belief pattern in that? Was it, life experience or just what you've been through? Yeah, I, I think it's a combination of what you said. I don't think it's always one thing. Sometimes it is, right. Sometimes, uh, you know, the, right. the clouds part and we get a new revelation, but mm -hmm. it wasn't like that. It was as I remembered who I was in some of my past lives and my, and as I remembered who I was even beyond what I call the game or beyond 3d. And I started remembering that I really, first of all, came to the belief and this is what I teach, that we don't need to be afraid of anything, which kind of shocks people. And no, I, I bet. 
uh, you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? We don't need to, you know, go to the scary haunted house and be, you know, looking for demons and, and putting up holy water and salt barriers and all these things, you know, that the old school thing. And um, we don't, I, I just don't think we need to be afraid. Even if we have parent, I'm not discounting at all, you guys, paranormal activity. Don't think that. But I don't think we need to approach it anymore with fear. I think we need to approach it with power. And that's a personal experience as I kind of like what I was saying about knowing and you just walk in it and you stand behind it and you kind of throw it out there and then your abilities kind of increase because you use it. It's the same thing with power. Um, if you're not afraid, your whole experience kind of, I'll tell you, uh, two nights ago, I opened my eyes and there was a like in Ghostbusters, that swirling uh, electrical ectoplasm type mass right in front of my face. Not asleep, you guys, not lucid dreaming, like awake, open eyes. Like I'm like, the dogs are here. This is my bedroom, knew where I no was. No hypnagogic sleep No, and or it was like, like this that. close. And, oh and this God. is what I said. I said, we're not playing this game. And I said, I don't know who you are, what you are. I didn't even have to go into it. I didn't have to talk. I'd have a big conversation. I didn't have to you know, tune in to the frequency and see who or what it was. I'm just like, go. And guess what? And it did. But why? Now, would that happen to 100% of everyone if 100 people had that experience? I don't believe so. Not because it couldn't, but because you have to under, and that's a whole nother <laughs> theme, but you have to understand power and how to uh, back that up with a frequency of power. If you don't have the frequency of power, uh, the, some of these beings are going to deceive you. They're going to, you know this, they're going to mock you. They're going to um, taunt you. They might even try to hurt you if you let them. Um, but my whole experience with the paranormal and going and doing house clearings and clearing land, do people's, you know, because now we use technology, do people's houses come up that they need cleared of negative energy? Absolutely. Um, do people have belongings that hold bad, low frequency vibes? Absolutely. Um, but do we need to be afraid of those items or afraid of our land or afraid of, no, I don't, I don't, I don't approach it from a spiritual protection kind of fear place anymore. And so including the demonic, as I started talking to these beings, I realized they weren't much different than you and I. And I don't mean that in a weird way. I just mean, if you've talked to enough discarnate, which you have, uh, spirits, and then you've talked to enough beings calling themselves demons, you start to see a lot of overlap between the darker human discarnates and these beings that like to portray themselves, I believe is more powerful than they are. And so I have a number of theories that I don't think what I used to call demons is all one thing. Nicole, and I right. love your input too. I think it's it's a number of things uh, that they kind of smash together and call demons. That makes sense too. And I think too, in the paranormal, uh, a lot of, you know, you have these classifications of what a ghost is or what a spirit mm. is or what a demon is. And I think are the current classifications 100% correct because a lot of those were ascribing our own definition to them based on our experiences. So mm -hmm. um I you know I don't know with with I think the whole de with the whole demon thing I think people are attracted to what a demon is. 
I think that that's one of the the reasons why people are attracted to them. But I'm like you, I don't believe in them per se. I think that a lot of these alleged malevolent sorts of situations are many. I would I don't know if I want to give a percentage, but sure. I would say a lot of them are in fact caused by the living. But that's just my theory. You know, I haven't tested it or anything like that. It's just a theory I have. But um, and just with the paranormal in general, there's so many we go into us like people go into a situation or a home and they're like you said if they're operating based on fear well that fear is going to dictate their experience so that's kind of my take on it but well and to take what you said just one step further and i'm not saying you're saying this but one thing i have that is super super powerful and again anyone can do this for positive or for harm or learn to do it we all do it to some extent and i think over time uh, the collective has done it, but there's thought forms that become embodied uh, mm-hmm. as far as collective consciousness. So if like the church, pose. yeah, thank you. Exactly. Yeah. So if the church is teaching angels, demons, angels, demons, they, you know, and all the right. murals, and all the artwork and all the uh, prayers and all the hymns and songs and lore and stories that we tell in Sunday school, well, we're feeding that into the collective conscious, you know, when we're building exactly. that reflection because everything in this reality that you believe becomes real and it's literal. We don't think it's literal, but it is. So we're all creating a reality, both micro and, and macro. And so I do think exactly what you said, Nicole, that a lot is thought forms. Um, but that's just, yeah, not no, all. probably not all of them, but I, I would, not I would all. like to think that, yeah, I mean, how could it not be? Hi, Linda. Hi, Michael. Uh, they just joined the chat yeah. in there. I just wanted to say hi to them. Uh, no, I, I absolutely agree with your points. And I want to jump back to a little bit and go into more of the consciousness aspect because you work a lot with this. Uh, if someone were to ask you, okay, define in a, in a few sentences what consciousness is, what would your answer be to that? And of course, that's a brilliant question because you know, everyone would probably answer that differently. That's why it's such a brilliant question. But to me, <laughs> I know, right? Everyone has a different answer. I'm like, okay, this show's over. Where's my little leave studio? Button? No, please. I'm my just, God. I'm just no. giving you our time. No, <laughs> I, to me, well, and I'll, and I'll kind of rag on myself a little bit. So 30 years ago, I thought I was awake and conscious. And I am telling you, wow. And, and even, you know, 20 years from now or 200 years from now or 200,000 years from now, I'm probably going to say the same thing. Like you silly goose, you didn't even know the first thing about anything, you know, because they believe a lot of us come here to challenge ourselves and learn and grow and stretch and have such a physical experience, you know, as an embodied eternal being. Uh, So to me, consciousness is the remembering. It's being able to incorporate all that you are and the all, um, which is what some people call God. I don't. I call it the all. Um, but some people call it God. I like that. <laughs> I, I, that. I think that. <laughs> but, um, you know, and bringing it into 3D and then kind of beating the game. So people are like, you can't do this. You can't do that. Well, who says? And so understanding the nature of this reality, kind of understanding a little bit about why you're here and remembering who you are and the different aspects that you at the core and kind of trying to integrate them um, and then sharing your gifts with others after you've remembered them. So whether you're a healer or a teacher or a communicator or paranormal expert, it doesn't matter, or you love to clean houses, I don't really care. But it's remembering who you are and then being authentic and embodying that. And um, 
you know, sharing, sharing that essence, that authentic essence of you with other people. I like that. I that's that I think that sums it up just great. Absolutely. And on that note, we need to take our first break. You are tuning into the Afterlife Chronicles right here on WLTKDB Network. Tonight's guest is Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Gotta get my water. A certified spiritual life coach, animal communicator, past life regression, and a psychic medium. This is Charlie Lynn. Charlie Lynn and Chat with Charlie work with you to bring communication and understanding from spirit to those looking to gain insight. Charlie Lynn's spiritual journey has brought her to you, so take advantage and contact Charlie Lynn today. Book a reading, indulge in some Reiki work, or take the next step in your life with some spiritual life coaching. No matter, Charlie Lynn is here to help you. Search Chat with Charlie on Facebook. That's Chat with Charlie on Facebook. Welcome back. Okay, 22 minutes past the hour. Of course, you're tuning right back into the Afterlife Chronicles. I'm your host, Nicole Strickland. Tonight's guest is Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. If you missed the first 20 minutes, don't worry. The entire show will be archived for you. So we were talking about consciousness, and I, I like your definition for it. That was a very succinct definition and how you describe it. And you've developed some state-of-the-art technology to help foster that consciousness and help with frequency healing. Can you share a little bit about that? I think this is so cool. Sure. So um, a lot of people have actually experienced a type of it, kind of the uh, predecessors before we had these beautiful smartphones and these beautiful mm -hmm. tablets, you know, that we can carry with us uh, and watches. Sometimes it's like so small, wow, technology now, you know, and we have it all right there. But um you know, people are familiar with biofeedback machines. A lot of them, you, people use them in their chiropractors. Some people I've use used them. them. Yeah. Okay. Their brain chemistry. So this is just basically kind of a, a smaller, faster version of that. And one of the problems, and I've worked for chiropractors and um, uh, use that technology in a lot of chiropractic offices. That's what I started out on was that technology. But one of the issues I always had with it is they seem to be using it to push supplements. But in yes. reality, it's a quantum technology and it not only can scan the physical body, but it can scan the energy field. And when you understand the principle of non-locality, which anybody who's psychic should, I mean, I know you do, but anybody who's psychic or uh, can see outside of this reality or has had any paranormal experience or even spiritual experience should understand kind of what I mean by non-locality. Um, really, no there's nothing in the past, in the present, or in the future, emotional, mental, spiritual, metaphysical, past lives, future lives, what's happening at night, are you being taken, who's taking you, 
Uh, is it your imagination? You can scan your pets. You can scan your future husband. You can scan your past boyfriend. You know, and everybody goes all crazy on me when I say that. They're like, that's violating people's privacy. You guys violate people's privacy all the time. You violate people's privacy when you walk in a coffee shop and you say, that woman looks like she's a B-I-T-C-H. Or that woman, look how sweet that old lady is. And that man, they look like they're in love. Well, you just violated their privacy. What are you doing? You're reading yeah. their frequency. You're reading their energy. So we all read each other's energy. We all violate each other's privacy all the time. So I'm just violating it to a very precise degree. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. That's... So if someone were to want, let's say someone contacts you and is interested in getting this sort of scan, what would that entail? Yeah. So, I mean, I actually like, I mean, do you want me to give you a little sample? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. I'll be very, um, and I'm always very uh, judicious because obviously when I say anything, I do mean, I always say no one would ever let me scan them if they actually knew what I could oh, really? like <laughs> everything. But you have to look, you know this, in when you do readings or you do an analysis of a house or a person or a situation, you, if you're not looking at the bathroom, <laughs> you're not going to see what's going on in the bathroom. So it's right. the same. So it's the same here. If I'm not looking at what's going on in your brain, I'm not going to see it. So um, with you, we're going to look at something kind of lighthearted and fun. Uh, we're going to look at some foods that your body's asking for that, that I imagine some of them that you are not eating. Oh, so, I imagine so. Yes. Well, you might be eating this one. Actually, the top one is banana. Tell me your feelings. I do. I, yeah, I haven't. <laughs> you know what? I like bananas, but I haven't eaten them in a long time. It's been you a know while. what I'm guessing? I'm guessing, and this is from my naturopathic background, but I'm guessing bananas coming up for you because of potassium. And then also because of my psychic abilities, I'm positive you're mentally deficient, especially in zinc, I would guess. So zinc, zinc is good, but vitamin D is low, which is uh, common. Yeah. Well, I haven't gotten Southern that California. Yeah, it, which Actually, is weird. You think it would not be, but it is. As sun people still get low person, vitamin D. Mm -mm, every single person I scan comes up D3K2. Yeah. And, and I like, I just have to say this. I don't get anything from it. I don't, I'm not their spokesperson, but patch MD has patches. I am so all about slapping on a patch, you guys, rather than swallowing a pill or a liquid. So they've got a great D3 K2 patch and anyway, super cheap. Um, but you're like really craving like fruits, like nectarines. And of course, probably fruits. I don't know even where you live might not be that common right now. Uh, kiwi, plums, carrots, uh, a lot of the yellow and orange fruits, interesting pears, lemons, again, very alkaline. A lot of these yeah. fruits are very alkaline, which I would guess you're probably acidic. So that's a really like stupid thing, but it is useful. A lot of people are like, what should I be eating? You're telling me like what I'm allergic to, but we can also tell you what your body's craving. And then by what your body's requesting, we can also tell other things that are going on in your body by what it's requesting. So let me find something a little more interesting. Let's see. So when when this device scans you, do, does it like give you a lot of this information? Like, do you get like a printout of like what it's reading or anything like that? Okay, or well, I can see it. But what I do is I either type it out. It's usually at my, it's usually a lot easier for me to voice it because I talk really fast. So it's better for you if I voice it because you really get like an hour for a half hour, half hour for 15 minutes because I talk so mm -hmm. fast and you can slow it down. <laughs> um, but some people prefer it written out and I will occasionally write it out. Um, I mean, but it's coming up on my screen, like lists and lists and lists of things. Okay. So, um, and I could print it out if I wanted to, 
but the other thing is the way it's coded. Um, I write a lot of the software for it. So you could read it and you'd be like, this is Greek to me. But okay. to me, I know what it means, if that makes sense. So I'm trying to to with a neurosurgeon, right, on this? Yeah. Well, that was my, uh, yeah. So um, my ex-fiance is still a neurosurgeon at John Hopkins. And oh, he really got me, fantastic. Yeah, he really got me started on, especially he really helped me with the concept of how we put frequencies under music so you can't even hear them, but you just hear the music and then people are more likely to play it as a remedy because it's under nice music. And then we use like theta music. So it's right. actually altering uh, brain chemistry too. So he helped me with a lot of that stuff. That's that's so intriguing. Um, okay. I'm just going to say something general to you. A little personal, but but pretty much comes up for everyone. Forgiveness of self. So I think you're sometimes hard on yourself. That's true. Yep. I don't think yep. you're super crazy over the top perfectionist, but I do think you have some of that in you. It's um, lessened as I've gotten older. Yes. Okay. That's mm -hmm. great. Cause I yes. actually see that it's not like top notch, but it's there. Still. It's not written on my yeah. forehead. Perfectionist. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah, I thought I it was. <laughs> all I would say to you about that and to everybody else who struggles with that, including myself, I teach one of the things I teach is radical forgiveness of self. Forgive yourself everything. Forgive yourself anything. Yeah, like that's important. So, you know, hard on yourself. So that's just another little sample of like a more metaphysical, spiritual thing. But anyway, right. just a little sample. That's so cool. That it's like, yeah, I mean, that's right on because I, I do have a tendency to be hard on myself and I'm very self-critical. And then the whole perfectionist thing, I was worse like when I was in high school. Now I'm I'm 42 now. So there, there's my age, guys. But uh, yeah, so um, <laughs> but it's gotten better. It, it has gotten better. This is so, so fascinating that, you know, you can find out about people and, and help them in all kinds of different facets of life. You've used this word three times. You've alluded to the fact that this is all a game, which is, I, I find that so intriguing. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah. So, so are you referring to life as a game or what exactly? Oh yeah, you baby. You know, and it's funny that you say that because I was obsessed <laughs> when I was growing up in Chicago with the game life. You know, they teach us through movies yeah. and books and games. They tell us what we're in and, you know, all the movies, you know, you guys have seen a lot of the movies, the matrix and um, I love them. tons and tons of movies they've, they've had that have kind of, in my opinion, shown us what this is. We may not believe it because, and again, for people like you and I, Nicole, I think it's a little easier for us to believe it because we can see through some of the mm -hmm. physicality. You know, I'm knocking on my counter. I'm like, how can how can this be anything but solid? You know, I'm sitting on my couch. Um, so we have a hard time, you know, believing in this dimensionality and being, you know, places and beings that, and, you know, and what exactly is this? And I was, you know, brought up in a very religious home. So I was, you know, God created the world and you guys know the whole story, uh, you know, down that road. So for me to, to depart from God created the world, you know, as the Bible says in Genesis mm -hmm. to this is a game is like crazy. Like my parents, I swear, I'm surprised they have not disowned me yet because they just think I am like the craziest thing. You know, we don't talk about what I do. We don't talk about my job. Um, it's just like persona non grata. They, I think oh, they that's think hilarious. I, yeah. I, actually, I was I was raised in a, a fairly heavy Catholic family as well. Went to Catholic oh, school so. and all that. I don't practice it now um, for my own reasons. But sure, that's a whole different story. So I get yeah. it. I do get it. Yeah. Um, absolutely. 
So, so and crazy's like, good. Crazy's good sometimes. It's you know, it's okay to be crazy sometimes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, and then and then and I know I mentioned this in a lot of interviews, and a lot of you guys know it if you've heard me talk. But my family's in cloning and human consciousness. So when you start realizing, and they been doing it forever. So when you start realizing that this stuff that we thought was sci-fi is here now, why is it, you know, at, well, just like the moon. When I was a kid, I'd look up at the moon and I'm like, that is the fakest thing I've ever seen in my life. How is this? <laughs> how is this an organic thing? Like I know organic. I go out in the woods and I, you know, in North Carolina, we have little people and I see all kinds of beans and the trees and the flowers and the plants and the herbs. Like I know what organic feels like, Nicole. And I look up at the moon and I'm like, that is fake as F, you know? Oh my and I thought that since I was a kid. And then come to find out, you know, and again, Star Wars, jo George Lucas has a big in with the military, big in with the secret space program. Um, a lot of what he's paid with is with black budget, not upfront budget, but black budget. And the moon is the Death Star and they put this beautiful hologram over it, you know? So the moon is this rusty old base and what is on the moon? If you guys go out when there's a full moon and you look to the upper left corner, you can sometimes see the bases on the moon with your naked eye. Get a pair of binoculars or a telescope. You're going to see probably more than you want to. You can actually see ships coming and going. You can also see ships when you go to the SESHI cameras, S-E-C-C-H-I. You can see the ship that sits on top with the wings. You can actually see the ship and the wings that sit on top of our sun simulator that covers the real sun. So all this conspiracy stuff, you know, starts to fit together with what they're telling us. And you're like, oh, so this is a game, just like Hunger Games shows us, right? Just like Westworld shows us with the dome. That's why, yeah, I was thinking did, of the Hunger Games when I asked you a question. Did not Stephen King tell us? He's a high, uh, he's a high priest in the satanic church. We, we know they have knowledge that we don't have. You can say whatever you want about part of it, but they also have occult mystery school knowledge that we don't have. So he told you under the dome. He wrote a whole book about it, a whole series about it, right? So you start to hear the same things. And then when you can see dimensionally, I mean. So is it almost like, in your opinion, like predictive programming a little bit? Like, for example, the Simpsons, how, you know, they'll predict things just to desensitize us to when it really happens. Is it a little bit like that, in your opinion, that let's say Stephen King is doing or, or George Lucas yeah. or um, disclose, you know, partial disclosure, allow uh, paid disclosure. Um, yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because the Simpsons, everyone like, Oh, that's a prediction. It's not a prediction. It's a script. Um, so they know because, and now I know because some of my clients and I share this just like with the Marvel comic characters, everybody like, Oh, that's fake. It's not fake. You guys like, I have Marvel comic book illustrators that draw the comics that are my clients and they tell me, and I've even seen some of the spec sheets and they have top secret military stuff all over them because these um, cybernetic uh, wetware merged with a human body um, beings do have these, you know, superhero abilities and, and they're not, you know, they're in the bases, the underground bases, they're other places. We're not going to go really wild on your show, but um, you know, so a lot of this thing is absolutely fact. And just because you don't know about it doesn't mean it's not true. And I think my family being in cloning and the transfer of human consciousness has really opened my mind to, you know, um, accept a lot of things that I didn't think were true before. Plus, I've seen I see a lot of stuff. I mean, uh, and I have a lot of connections, too. I'm from a 
double cabal family. And so I have a lot of connections with the controllers that run this reality. So to me, it's a game. Everybody will like, that's depressing. If our whole lives are scripted out, you know, they drop people in certain families. I believe even the way babies are made, I think we're lied to about absolutely everything. Really? Okay. So, so I'm just throwing this out. What if someone, okay. not me, you know, it's not me because people might be thinking, okay, it's you. No, it's not me. Just came up to you and said, nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I don't believe anything you're saying. What could you tell them to like almost change their mind? The wow factor. Like, oh, okay. What could I, you see, I'm, I'm, like, I'm just, you know just I'm going to answer honestly. I'm going to answer honestly. I don't yeah. think you ever change anybody's mind. And I'll give you an example. I have That's a healthy way to look at it. two feet away from what some people refer to as the bean Sasquatch. I believe that, let's say you're a skeptic. I'm just going to use you. I know you're not necessarily, but I'm going to use you. Let's say you, I say, Nicole, there's a Sasquatch in the fur, which means physical, you guys, not, you know, chasing the elusive bean, I'm saying in the fur, that lives in my woods behind a certain tree. And I could say, Nicole, come over to my house. And Nicole comes over to my house and we go out. <laughs> And we go to that tree and he's standing there. I am telling you, if Nicole did not believe before in any way, if she was completely closed, I could introduce her to Sasquatch and she would go home and tell everyone this crazy lady took me to this man wearing a suit that grunted in the fort. Do you see what I mean? We all live life according to, and it's okay, you guys. I don't care what you believe. Anything, whoever believes, you want to believe in demons, that's fine with me. It doesn't bother me. Right. I have my own micro world. You have yours. And we contribute either positively, negatively, or neutrally to the macro world. And, and I've fallen out of that tendency to try to make people believe in ghosts or make people believe in human planets or make people believe in consciousness or make people believe it's a game because you can't. And you know what? That's a I, healthy way to look at it right there. Not believe in aliens and now i teach about them i used mm -hmm. to not believe them i told you what i believed i believe genesis to the letter that's what i was programmed to believe but thankfully the freedom in understanding this reality and then being able you have to i believe you have to understand this reality and exactly what it is in order to be able to create from outside of it so now I am a controller. I am a creator of my own life instead of being caught under this blind programming that we see in the world. We see it. We just went through three years of it, you guys. And now we're going through another script. And if you watch my shows from two and three years ago when we were in the last script, I told you what the next script would be. And I can prove it. Go listen to my old shows. How yeah. did I know? Because I know the people that write the scripts. You know, it's interesting. I, I, I'm, I'm one of these thinkers that thinks outside the box. And there are Love many that. times where I'll just be, I'll be sitting or daydreaming or whatever. And I'll think to myself, this is not all of what it is. There's something greater out there. This isn't just it. This is just a tiny little aspect of what is really going on. Like I, for example, I believe in, in uh, the past, present and future. I think those lines are blurred. And then at times is all one thing. Yep. Yep. I believe in the, the the glitches in the matrix, all of yep. that. So yeah, me too. I'm with you, girl. So so speaking of like past, present, and future, time mm -hmm. travel. What do you what are your thoughts on time travel? And it's do you think oh, it's someone that you guys. everyone can do? Oh, I, got I got a good one here. We're gonna here go. We're gonna yeah. We're gonna talk about time travel, and then we're gonna take a break in five okay. minutes. But I'll give maybe. you just a little a little thing. Okay, every single. Every single Marriott hotel 
every single Hilton hotel who owns the Marriott's and the Hilton's obviously cabal, mm -hmm. um, higher level controllers of this reality, right? Um, there's jump rooms. What's a jump room? A jump room is you go in it, you go to Mars, you go in it, you go to Venus, you go in it, you go to a planet we've never heard of. You go in it, you go back in time, you go in it, you go forward in time, every single one. Just like in every single hospital, we have med beds, not the fake hanky janky med beds. I mean the med beds, which I want to get in, where you can dial up and be like, 22, please, 22 with this brain, girl, I'm going to rule the world. <laughs> oh my God. So how, so wait, how do you know this? I'm just curious. I know, I mean it, from, I know it from people that, well, and you know, I work in technology. I do subcontract to projects. I can't say for who. So oh, I yeah. work with frequency and medical technology on a very high level. Everybody thinks I'm really, which serves my purpose to everyone. How many think I'm so woo-woo and dumb, but I do work with a lot of really, really smart people um, that are associated with corporations and military. That's really all I want to say about that. But so right, I know right. firsthand, I know people that you guys would consider celebrities. I have a lot of celebrity clients. Um, I have to sign a lot of non-disclosures, but they tell me great stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, the whole, you know, um, cloning of celebrities is something that's interesting to read about. Read a few articles on that. Uh, very, very, very interesting. Uh, on that note, let's take our second break because it's perfect right now. And, and then we'll come back and I, I want to talk a little bit more about this and, Get into pick your brain a little bit more. How about that? Okay, so second break. Uh, you're, of course, tuning into the Afterlife Chronicles. We will be right back. Stay tuned, guys. Diet Renee, psychic medium. All of us have questions about our lives, our loved ones, our futures. Diet Renee is here to help answer those difficult questions. Diet excels at working with spirit and is a certified psychic medium through LWISSD. She is a master teacher and well-versed in the spirit world. Look, don't trust just any psychic with your deepest thoughts and worries. Trust Diet Renee as she will deliver her very best for you. General readings, past loved ones, finances, your future. Contact Diet now on her website, dietrene.com. That's dietrene.com. Forty-three minutes past the hour. Of course, you're tuning right back into the Afterlife Chronicles radio show. Of course, right here on WLTKDB.com. My guest tonight is Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Her website is SecretToEverything.com, as well as Halio.com. That's spelled H-A-E-L-O.com backslash Secret to Everything. So we've been going down the rabbit hole tonight and talking about a bunch of interesting uh, topics. So let's go ahead and continue that. I want to pick your brain about your thoughts on death. Do you think it's an illusion? What, or do you, what, what are what, your thoughts? What do you mean death? Death is not like, in my vocabulary. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like, 
death isn't <laughs> how we've been taught uh, what, what we've yes, been taught yes, about it, the yes, word death. I believe, again, a program, a fear program installed setting us up for the, the um, and I believe a lot of them are destroyed, but I believe some of the ET groups are imitating the old uh, tunnel program. Um, and I think a lot, not all, I'm sure some things you wrote or would be a part of would not be the standard literature, but a lot of the standard literature, their proof is really warped. Their proof is we've talked to 50 people and they all went through a tunnel of light. So that's how it is. Guess what? I teach, we're the all, we're from the all. You decide, you decide where you go. Now, here's something we need to remember. When you actually work with spirits, um, I don't do psychic medium readings for one purpose because I understand that each fragment of the all is an individual. So my dog who passed may never want to see me again. Honestly, he might have loved me, had a great time with me here, adored me. But he may now be a warrior on planet Xanu uh, hunting, you know, not serious. Like he's, you know, an independent being. And he may not want to come back on command for my reading that I charged you for or your dog or your brother or your lover. Or your, you know, and we've had and we could get in the soulmate thing like a and of course, there's no time. So when I use time words, it doesn't make sense. But a trillion, 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 zillion, 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 zillion year old being hasn't had one soulmate. Sorry, guys. And they haven't had one soul family. So people are like, can you tell me what my soul family is? You know what I say? Which one? Your most recent yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. one before that, the 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 one before that. What planet did I live on? You mean which planet, which ship, which realms, which game realms? There's other game realms other than this. This just happens to be the hottest game realm in the multiverse right now. And people are paying to play. One reason they're paying to play and it's so hot is because it's wrapping up. We're about to go into a 4D version, thankfully, of this game. Oh my gosh, it's so fascinating. So let's say a doctor were to say, or a medical doctor, well, no, no, I just had a patient, full-on cardiac arrest. He died. What would you mm -hmm. say to that? What would you say to him? I would say, I'm with you. I worked for the heart transplant team, been there, seen it, talked to them, you know, talked to them before, after, during, practically. So been there, involved in all of that. Um, absolutely. So they died. What does it mean? Um, you might say I would Death die. The physical body, right? but not the I soul, mean, right? Right. I mean, and here's, here's how the people are like, can the soul be stolen? Can the soul be captured? Can the soul be killed? This is an interesting conversation because to me, and I'm talking about one person, I'm not talking collective. So I'm talking about me, you, and I call it fire creation because from my family, I know not everybody has a fire creation soul in them, which is against religion, but not against sci-fi of course. So mm -hmm. this is interesting. That's when we start to see the human discarnates taking bodies and we see ET races coming in, taking bodies. It's a big, big, long conversation. But um, back to the medical doctor thing. So the soul is like an ocean. So you can dip one out, put it in this. You can have a thousand clones. You're not going to lose your soul because you have a thousand clones or 5,000 clones. You can have 500,000 clones. What's, so what does that mean? What does that mean when there's a soul fragment in 500 clones? It's point of view. So I know where some of my clones are and I know what they're doing because I know people in the intelligence agencies and I know, obviously I have access to. You're giving us some inside knowledge here. And I need to tell you guys, I, I haven't met anyone that hasn't been cloned. And Oh, I have a horrible juicy thing. If you want to hear it, you want to hear a horrible. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. It's not, it's not, I'm not going to go deep into it, but you guys will get my drift. So, you know, that company life touch that takes your kids pictures. They also do yes. church photos. Yes. And isn't it so generous? 
have you ever known corporations to be or companies to really be generous you guys they're about the bottom line right so isn't this company really generous how they send home these free pictures for you to look at and then you can pay for them if you want or send them back so sweet isn't that a sweet company uh they send that they send your kids picture i say never let your picture get taken at school ever or a baby never go to a studio and get your baby's picture taken like have a family friend i'm not saying don't do it but i'm saying have someone local have a family friend you know there's so many people that are talented at photography these big companies put them in cloning catalogs the rich order up your kid and they have them made for all sorts of nefarious purposes if you can use your imagination and you you too you adults too you know, it's interesting, though, if you think there's all these clones of all these people, we would be seeing, you would think you'd be seeing more doppelgangers or more, you know, doubles. Oh, people, people do around. all the time. The stories I hear, I just had someone tell me the other day, one of my clients said he saw himself younger because here's why we don't. Nature versus nurture. You take me at one and put me in a poverty family or rich family. I grew up in a middle class family, non-religious, drug addict family privileged family, color of hair, uh, sun exposure, food, organic food versus junk food. I mean, think about all the, you know what I'm saying? There's just so many age. So you could have met, actually, I have a couple actresses that are my clones and I'm not allowed to say who they are. But if you had seen pictures of me younger and then you saw a picture of this actress, you would be like, oh yeah, baby, that's you. But it's not you at the same age. So I'm not probably going to run into this me who had four children, who has a little bit too much weight on her, who has thyroid problem. You know what I'm saying? I might run into a me that never got married, took, you know, worked for a three-letter agency, works out every day, and is like the bomb.com. I'm not going to necessarily recognize that person. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I do. Now, what about where does deja vu? Does deja vu or what I'm trying to ask is oh, you know, the moments... I don't know if we can get this deep. I know. No, I know. I'll try to make it quick. I just thought of something when you were sharing. No, that. that's okay. so good. Okay. So the moments that you have deja vu. Okay. What does like, the Wait, world I... teach that? What does the world say about that? Or what does the paranormal community say deja vu is? Can you tell us just, t and then I'll tell you what I think it is. Well, I don't, I can't say for, because everyone might have a different okay, definition a different how, how how I would how the experience for me when I have it is it's a I'm doing something and then at that moment it seems so familiar like I've done it before in the past okay stop. it's like I've been there before that's okay, kind stop. of that's it but guess what you have you know why because every single of your lives are being stopped started and messed with with high technology constantly we're being memory wiped every day they actually stop time they take hotels they take uh, houses they take neighborhoods they do all sorts of things because one of the things about this game realm which is why the galactic federation never comes you know we're always waiting for someone to rescue us why does the galactic federation or these groups or these organizations that people talk about coming to save us or jesus or whoever you believe is coming to save us it's a game realm. Everything matters. Nothing matters. So everything matters. If you make it matter, nothing matters. If you don't make it matter, including roles in the concept of sin. So in a game, Nicole, if I play a game, you know how there's different servers in games? I don't know if you guys are gamers. I'm not a big gamer, but I have. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I don't game, game a lot either, but I, I'm familiar. So on one yeah. server, you can play one game. You can play War Worlds or whatever and be one character. And let's call it a good character. Let's call it a morally good character. And then maybe you're on another server and you are the most evil, nasty, dark lore type of character. Same thing in the game. So then the concept of sin programming comes into question. And when this concept of sin, when you can drop the concept of sin, 
then you realize that you can forgive yourself anything, radical forgiveness, because it's just a game. However, it's mirrored reality. But uh, mirrored reality is a little different than karma. I'm actually teaching about that this month in one of my groups. But, you know, we can go on and on and get down tons of bunny trails from there. Uh, but it's just not as simple as we think, but it's also so simple. If you really understand, and any of you that are gamers and have ever played a game if you uh, that has a character, then you understand what a game realm is. This is just right. a game realm. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, can Deja Vu be linked to clones at all? And that's maybe why you have oh, that wait, moment wait. because... No, that's a great question. Because That's what dreams, I was kind of, yeah. Your dreams, some of your dreams, not all. Some of your dreams are your clone memories. Because we, by non-locality, we are connected. That's fully you. If, if there's only one soul, no human discarded, nobody's sharing a body in your clone, that is fully you. What's the difference between my clone that's in Europe right now, which I have one in Europe, and me here is point of attention. My point of attention is here. Now, some people have the ability and the gifts, Nicole, to, and I can go view my clone from the outside. The most profound and highest ability, which I've lost and only had a few times, is to view my clone, switch my attention from talking to you fully into her. I male clones too, but this happens to be a her that I'm thinking of. So right now I can go see what she's doing, but I can't, I don't have the ability. I shouldn't say that, but it's just not active, super active in me right now to fully switch my attention into my clone. But that is also fully me. Does that make sense? Oh my gosh. Like that, to, that seems scary in some ways, you know, it like if you're switching around, like, oh. well, let me ask you guys a question, including you, Nicole. Have you ever woke up, uh, uh, okay, you were fine. You went to bed. You're fine. No headache, no body aches, fine. And you woke up and you're like, my freaking arm feels like it's going to fall off. Like, what the heck happened at night? Like, what was I doing? Like, maybe you sleep alone with no dogs, nothing. I sleep with nine dogs. But Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no that's dogs. awesome. I love it. No, no dogs, you know, nothing. Maybe you sleep alone. So what happened? Well, a number of things could have happened. You could have been taken. You could have been returned. But also, maybe nothing happened. Maybe your clone was blown up in her secret mission in the car, like on TV, and, and it hit her arm first. You're going to feel that by non-locality, all your past. Okay, this is so cool. So I had a life in the 1800s. That whole life, you know, the infinity loop is looping mm -hmm. and happening right now. It never stops. Just loops. Yeah. All right now. My life now never will stop. You know, I could be 5 million years in the future in this life. This conversation is still going to be going. I think it's so cool. Yeah. I mean, time is a very interesting thing. I don't believe it's linear at all whatsoever. It's not. It's super Not cool. at all. Yeah. It's that's super. the one thing about this. This discussion has been so, I'm looking at the time here. Five minutes I'm left. Sorry. This discussion, I, I, get, no. I get all excited. I get no, into it. No, 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 not at all. I wish we had more time. My goodness. Um, we could have you on again if you're interested um because there's so much more to talk about and it's such an interesting discussion and it really does it opens up your your mind i should say to you know where you're just thinking kind of out of the box so to speak which i do anyways so this has been so fascinating but i wanted to leave you a few minutes so you can get out your websites well i've given them out but any projects you're working yeah, on you're right. um events things like that Sure. So um, I have my monthly groups, which we talk about this movie. So like I said, we're going to be talking about what is karma? Is it a real thing? You know, mm -hmm. what aspects are, in my opinion, of course, um, I'll be teaching about that. I taught about the different types of fire creation spirits. So not are there only 
what people would call the soul or living soul, eternal soul or fire creation, but there's like six or seven different types of fire creation spirits. So I teach on that, um, teach on soulmates, all this woo-woo stuff that we've been talking about, I talk about. Um, but what I do have coming up in June and we have limited space, it, I don't usually do this, but I decided to do something a little lighter is which um, you send me a picture in your birthday and we're going to do what I call a boot camp, which is a four five, six hour class on a Saturday or Sunday. I, I don't remember which day I made it on it. It's June 11th, whatever day that is. And you get a spirit photo of your soul family, or at least one person, you might get a whole group. It just Aww. depends because as soon as you send me an in, they just appear in front of me. So I have an artist that then it, you'll get an actual, you know, painting, drawing of your soul family. And I'm going to go through and talk about, you know, the different types of spirits that I see around people. And um, then I'm going to, it's, if they come in, I will give you what they're saying to you in real time, you know, kind of like a mediumship circle, but with your soul family. So. Absolutely. Oh, that's so fun. So you're, you're keeping it busy, right? Oh my goodness. I do. That's and we have amazing. a little bit sold out, but it's in November in Sedona. So very oh, Sedona is gore. I love Sedona. I absolutely I haven't love. been there. I've been to Taos. Oh no, I've been God. to Taos, New Mexico, which I love, oh. you know, but um haven't been to Sedona. So I'm Sedona, really excited. Sedona, it. it's it the energy there is amazing. Uh, Everybody says that. It's very healing. Uh the energy is very high. It's just amazing. I can't wait. I went, I think it was 2005 when I went. So I'm, I'm wow. due to go back again. I know. It's I'm like, super oh my God. excited. I can't wait. Yeah, that sounds great. You'll have a great time. Um, and then uh, again, your website, secret to everything.com. I've been on it. It's fantastic. And then Halio, is that how you pronounce it? Halo? Halo. Yeah, Halo. I, I don't know why I kept saying Halio. That's no, not you're even fine. how it's written. It's okay. It's okay. Oh my gosh. Halo's PEMF device with frequency sets that I've written. And actually, we have a lot of celebrities. Uh, Chris Stapleton's using it. He just won a bunch of Grammys for country music. Will Smith uses it. A lot of the athletes, pro athletes use it. So um, we have a lot of people, great studies, uh, you know, with that. And that's a PEMF device, which we can talk about another time. But anyway, yeah, I, in that, case I would like to get into that. <laughs> Yeah, I went on the website and I was reading up on it and it seems very interesting. So we can do that next time. Thank you so much for coming on tonight. And uh, I hope you have a great, great. time. Um, you were great. Oh my thank gosh, you. thank you. I, You know what? I, 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 was, I was talking about this earlier. I'm dealing with, I think, a little bit of that long COVID stuff going on. So it kind of, it, it affects your brain and your thinking. Certainly. So of course. Just need another cup of coffee at 7 p.m. Night, so. Thank you. Oh, no, so were you. Such Thank a great you. discussion. We'll, we'll definitely go down the rabbit hole again in the future sometime. So there you have it, guys. That was Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. Again, her website, secret to everything, halo.com backslash secret to everything. Very interesting and elaborative discussion there. I hope everyone has a great weekend, great Easter too, because it's Easter weekend. And of course, well, yeah, tomorrow morning is the anniversary of the RMS Titanic sinking so that okay so it sunk okay let's see 2012 so i think it's the 100 and if i'm okay 1912 okay i can't do math right now i think it's 110 years i don't know i can't think right now but anyways yes so oh uh, that's always a hard anniversary because i had a past life on the ship let's just say that but anyways we are out of time have a wonderful easter have a wonderful weekend and next week i have uh joey and tanya Medion. So that'll be great. And then on the 28th, I have Rosemary Thornton. All right. Enough of me tonight. Have a wonderful weekend and we will see you next week, guys. Good night.